0: Despite all the YouTube, basketball, even this show, I started as a writer and I am still a prolific writer. As a matter of fact, I send out emails damn near every day. I call this the daily game email. I want you to get this every day to your inbox completely for free. So simply go to workonmygame.com. That's workonmygame.com and get my emails directly to your inbox every day free of charge. Again, that's workonmygame.com. Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. There is a time for both, everyone. DreyOldA.com. Drey's exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, relates to what Drey's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. What can you get? Tryoldday.com. And mm, his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. The reason most people don't reach their goals in life is not because they never ask themselves what they want. Most of you do that. It's not because they're not willing to do the work. Most of you do a whole lot of that. It's because they never ask themselves the third key question, which is who do I need to be? I wrote a book called The Mirror of Motivation that is all about asking and answering that question of and for yourself. That's why it's called The Mirror of Motivation. In that book, you're going to learn who you need to be as a person so that you can go get into that right energy, then do what you need to do, and then you'll be able to reach your goals and have what you want to have. If that sounds like the missing link in your process, and let me give you a hint, it is the missing link in your process, I'll give you a free copy of The Mirror of Motivation. All you have to do is cover the shipping and just go to mirrorofmotivation.com. Again, mirrorofmotivation.com. I will give you a free copy of that book so you can ask yourself the key question that you have never asked yourself, that most people never ask themselves, that will make all the difference in your success. Mirrorofmotivation.com. You're now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, in the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques, all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is how to never get punked in life. In other words, have someone bully you, take advantage of you, do something that you don't want them to do, but then you don't feel confident or courageous enough to push back against them. How to never let that happen. But before we get into this, I remind everyone I send out a text every day guaranteed to have you focus sharp and on point called the Daily Motivation. I also send one out every week called the Monday Motivation does the same thing for your week. You should be in my text community to get these messages. All you got to do is text me at my number 305-384-6894. Numbers down below in the description. Once you text me, you'll be in the text community. And every time I send that message out, at least the weekly one, you'll get it. Daily one will tell you your options for that as well. Just text me at my number and we'll tell you how it works from there. If you don't get an immediate response when you text that number, that means we're still dealing with some text tech issues, but we will get those fixed and everything will be back to normal in uh, due time. Secondly, Work On Your Game University. That is the place where I do all my coaching. It's the only place I coach people directly. If you would like to be coached through our four-part framework of mindset, strategy, systems, and accountability with me as your personal coach, go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. It's the only place that that takes place. That link is down below in the description as well. With all that out the way, getting into this topic, I was thinking of one day, randomly, when I came up with this topic, I was thinking of my basketball experiences you know, growing up playing on uh, the city playgrounds of the city of Philadelphia, where I come from, and playing against guys who really had nothing to lose and guys who had no ambitions of elevating or ascending in the game of basketball. I mean, they were playing street pickup ball. They were not trying to make it to any leagues. They weren't trying to go back and play in college. These are grown men. They're not trying to go play in college. These are guys who would go to work from nine to five. When they got off work, they would come to the playground and play pickup but they were still relatively young enough to be pretty good, at least compared to me as a teenager. And these are the kind of guys I grew up playing against. And what happens is, and some of them even younger, what happens is when you play ball on the playgrounds, especially in cities like the one where I come from, at least back in the day when I was growing up, I don't know how it is these days. Things are a little bit different now because a lot of people don't even play outside in the playgrounds. People go and play in the gyms and y'all playing in equinoxes and lifetime fitnesses and all that shit. But when I was growing up, you played on the playground. That was the only court you had access to was the playground. There wasn't all these indoor leagues. I mean, they existed, but it wasn't as normal, let's just say, or ubiquitous as it is now. And by the way, even when we did play in leagues, a lot of times the leagues, you play outside. The leagues weren't inside, the leagues were outside. Anyway, sometimes you're going to go up against players who can't compete with you on skill or talent. So if you happen to be a highly skilled or very talented player, Sometimes you're going to play against players who simply cannot compete with your talent or your skill. You know it and they know it. So what they do is default to turning the game into a nastiness game of nastiness. They turn it into football, basically basketball players playing football or football players playing basketball is a better way of saying it. They would turn the game nasty because that was the only way that they could possibly compete. In other words, they want to junk up the game, muck up the game, make the game much more nasty, much more physical, and turn it towards something that they could have a better chance at competing in. And when you play ball, if you are a highly skilled or a talented player, you know exactly what I'm talking about here. Because you would run into these players inevitably the more you played. Because if you're good, most of the players you play against ain't as good as you. And they know it. So they got to figure out a way to compete with you. They're not going to just sit there and let you kick their ass all day. Especially guys playing in the street. They got pride. And they will try to turn the game into something that they can win if they can't win a game of skill. Which is what basketball actually is. So, if you found yourself in one of these games and you shied away from these individuals, these people who would try to basically bully you off the court, if you shied away from their nasty tactics, you could be the better player by far and lose. And this would happen. I've seen it happen. As a matter of fact, I've had it happen to me when I didn't understand what I'm going to explain to you here today is that you can lose to a player who is not as good as you simply because you allow them to. Punk you, and that's what we call it. A lot of them punk you or bully you out of your game and beat you, even though they had no business even competing with you in the first place. So, all this means, folks, especially those of you who are highly skilled, you need to know how to deal with this type of person in all of life. This is not just a sports subject. I'm using sports as an analogy here, as a frame, but you need to know how to deal with these people in all of life because they exist. They are numerous in number. The more skilled you are, the more skilled you're going to be to most of the people you meet, right? And you're going to eventually run up against some people who are not just happy letting you kick their ass. They're going to compete back and they're going to compete in a way that they have a chance, which ain't on skill. Everybody follow me? So this is not just related to sports. These people exist. There's a lot of them. And when they realize they can't beat you on ability, they will try to beat you. This is going to try to beat you in a different way. So you better be ready to deal with these people instead of trying to avoid them or allowing them to beat you because they ain't got no business beating you because they they ain't got the game to beat you but they got other things. And so you need to match them with what they got and then beat them on skill. Let's get into it. Point number 1. Topic once again today is how to never get punked in life. Number 1. Accept that these football players exist. And when I say football players, I'm using that term metaphorically. So when I say football players throughout the rest of this episode, what I mean is a person who is not as skilled as you. So this is a relative term because each of you has a different skill level. A person who's not as skilled as you, yet they are just as competitive as you. And they're going to try to turn the situation nasty because they can't beat you by following the regular rules of the game. So they're going to try to beat you in some other way. Has any of you who's listening to this ever dealt with a person like this? Many of you have. All right. This happens in the office politics. And I have some clients of mine who tell me about this office politics that they got to deal with in their jobs, jobs that maybe they're either trying to leave or they're trying to figure out a way to move to a different department because they got to deal with some football players, some nasty people, who don't like the fact that you are who you are and they are who they are. Maybe they don't like your position relative to theirs. And they're going to try to turn the game nasty because that's the only way they can compete with you because they can't just beat you on just ability. Can't beat you on performance. So they're going to beat you in another way. You need to accept that these people exist in life. And there are a lot of them. And basketball, again, we would call these people football players. Like, oh, we about to play against these football dudes. And they weren't really football players. Sometimes they were literally football players who just like to play basketball for fun. And they would take their football mindsets, let's just say, football physicality, and they bring it over to the basketball court and basically, again, try to bully you off the court or just beat you up. If they couldn't beat you on skill, they would try to beat you with their muscles. This is what they do. And again, football is a much more physical game than basketball, for those of you who don't know. And football is much more about hitting and physically beating up your opponent than it is about dribbling and shooting and doing moves. Because again, these football players understand that they can't win if they just play by the normal rules. They can size you up, and they know who they are, and they're like, okay, well, I ain't going to win that way. How can I win? As I told you in the introduction, you must accept that these people exist. And you must accept that you must be prepared for these people because the only other option you have is to avoid them or try to appease them. I would suggest you not do that because you're going to lose confidence in yourself. And before you know it, your skill is rendered completely useless because you're not willing to use it. Robert Greene talks about this in a book he co-authored with 50 Cent. And he has a book called The 50th Law. If you haven't read it, go get it. And in that book, one of the chapters talks about you need to know when to be aggressive, when to be a lion in a situation. When do you fall back and let people kind of hang themselves? And when do you become a lion and you go and actually kill them directly? Machiavelli talks about this in his book called The Prince. Another book you should read. He says leader must know when to be bad and aggressive and when not to be. There is a time for both. Everyone. You. Have to be willing to be aggressive and nasty and maybe even violent in your life and in your endeavors. And if you are not, you will be taken advantage of by people who are willing to be nasty, aggressive, and violent because they will use your unwillingness to be that. They will use that against you. And again, you have enough experience in life, in business, in any type of office setting. And when I say office, I don't mean it has to be some type of corporate business. It could be, you could be working in a school and deal with politics between Employees and coworkers and people who are just nasty for whatever reason, and people who don't like you because you're prettier than them or you're younger than them or you make more money than them or you're just more talented than them. You're going to deal with these kind of people everywhere that you go. You're going to deal with these people in school. You'll deal with these people in your local church group. All right. It ain't going to be no money involved. Some people will just get nasty because you have something that they don't have and they don't like that. And they're going to try to undermine you in any way that they can. This is a reality of life. You can ignore this at your own peril. If you're a long time listener, you might know that I've been drinking AG1 since early 2023. Best thing about my introduction to AG1 was that I was able to eliminate all these extra supplements and pills that I was taking every single day because AG1 is a foundational nutritional supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, and immune support. AG1 since 2010 has led the future of foundational nutrition continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. Not only did I replace all those extra multivitamins and pills with AG1, but I love that every scoop also includes a bunch of other good things that you need. All you had to do is read the label is right there on their website, which I'll give you in a second. That includes everything you need and more every single day. And since AG1 is a supplement that I trust to provide the support that my body needs daily, and that's why I've been a partner for so long, if you want to take ownership of your health, understand it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash work on your game. That's drinkag1.com slash work on your game. Check it out and thank yourself later. Point number two, today's topic, once again, is how to never get punked or bullied in life. Number two, understand these people's strengths and weaknesses because they have both. Every human on the planet has strengths and weaknesses. And understand that this type of person who I'm describing, these football players, you cannot avoid them. Don't try to back away from these individuals because that's exactly what they want. Again, they're bullies. A bully likes when someone is afraid of them because the bully will just keep picking on you because they know that you're afraid of them. They know that you're not going to fight back. And a bully is after easy victories. A bully could look at somebody and know that they could beat them in a fight, but if they know they're going to have to fight, they'll probably leave you alone because it's much easier to beat up on somebody who's not going to fight back. So this is the mindset that you have to have, knowing that maybe you're not at an advantage if you go to war with these people, but Knowing that you're willing to go to war, the bully will probably leave you alone just because they don't want to deal with the war in the first place. War is costly. Isn't it much easier to, to win without having to shed any blood? Of course. So the bullies are looking for the easy targets. They're looking for the people who are afraid. And when you're afraid, you get taken advantage of. This is how life works. All right, this is a life point that I'm giving you here. You can take this out of work, you can take this just to your everyday life. Bullies are looking for easy victories. And when you present yourself as someone who is an easy victory, in the environments that I come from, sometimes people refer to people like that as food. When you present yourself looking like food, you're going to get eaten. All right, this is just how it works. You got to let people know that there is going to be a cost to messing with you. Even if they still win, if they know they're going to incur a cost, again, as I said, there's a whole bunch of people who are scared in life. They're punks and they will allow themselves to be taken advantage of. Those are the ones who the bullies will go after. They're not going to go after the ones they got to fight and beat up. Again, even if they know they're going to win. So either when you're dealing with these football players, you either have them join you on a level of mutual respect or you got to beat them. And usually those go hand in hand. And there is no in between. When you deal with these type of people and they make it clear that they don't like you and they're not trying to compromise with you, then you got to be ready to put your hands up and fight. Sometimes literally, and sometimes metaphorically. I remember back in 2008, I made a video on YouTube and I was explaining to my basketball player audience how because a lot of players are asking me questions about how do you play against a player who's taller than you or stronger than you or bigger than you? Because it seemed like a lot of players were having this problem. Like I'm playing against this other guy, Dre, right? and he's taller than me and stronger than me. So he just goes to the basket and he just scores on me very easily. And then when I try to score on him, he just blocks my shot and I can't do anything. What am I supposed to do against a player like this? So I made a video explaining what to do against a person like this on a basketball court. And I explained to them that any, the first thing you got to understand is just a, a natural truth about human beings is that any breathing organism, anything that breathes or bleeds can be defeated. Let me repeat that. Anything that breathes air or it bleeds blood can be defeated. doesn't matter what it is. Think about it. Think about anything that is a breathing thing. They can all be beaten because they all can be killed. They're all mortals. Any breathing or bleeding thing is a mortal, which means it can die, which means it can be beaten. And I remember a lot of athletes would make, A lot of players on that YouTube video will make the sarcastic comment, Oh, I get it, Dre. Just bring a knife to the court and just chop my opponent up, and then it'll solve all the problems. LOL. This is the first thing you got to understand about any opponent, first of all. That's the number one thing you must understand about any opponent is that you can't look at them as if they are unbeatable. Because if you think they're unbeatable, then they will appear to be unbeatable, and everything they do will just confirm what you already believe your fear. I remember when Mike Tyson was at the peak of his boxing powers, and he was defeating every fighter he went up against through about those of you who remember Mike in his days, or you want to go, go on YouTube and look up his early fights, the opponents that he was beating, it was about 50% intimidation and other 50% boxing skills. Mike Tyson was a very skilled boxer. A lot of people don't know that, but Mike Tyson was an extremely skilled boxer. He was also a very intimidating boxer because he was such a hard hitter, a power puncher. He was an aggressive boxer. He was the type of boxer who always comes forward. And coming forward means he's always stalking you and coming at you and bringing the fight to you. Whereas there are other fighters who kind of let you come to them, and then they just pick you apart when you come after them. Like, think of somebody like a Floyd Mayweather. He's more of a counterpuncher. He waits for you to try something, and then he attacks you. Whereas Mike Tyson is the kind of guy who just comes straight at you and forces the action upon you. Mike Tyson was that type of fighter. He would intimidate his opponents, and he would just beat him up. And many people, including myself, at least back in the 90s, thought Mike Tyson was unbeatable. I thought nobody could beat Mike Tyson. He was just too tough, too strong. And I didn't understand boxing back then. I was just like, no, I can beat him because nobody was beating him. But time told us that this was not the case. And it was just that nobody had identified or exploited his weaknesses yet. Maybe people had identified it, but identifying someone's weakness and doing something about it are two different things. If you're playing against Shaquille O'Neal and I tell you he's going to back you down, turn around, and dunk the ball, you might identify that that's what he's going to do, but being able to stop it is a whole different ballgame. So any opponent you face, especially those who have only one tool in their arsenal, and these football players that you face in life often they only have one tool which is to be aggressive and nasty that's their only tool. And they only got one tool you can beat them. You just got to figure out what you do to neutralize the one tool that they have and how to counter it. So the first thing you got to do before you do any of that and this is what I was told the to basketball players in that video back in 2008. The same thing I'm telling you now I told them that First thing you got to do is unwrap yourself from your emotional reactions. You got to stop feeling like a pussy and feeling like you can't beat these people because if, as long as you have that in your mind doesn't matter what I say you're not going to do anything. First thing you have to accept is that this person can be beat. Until you accept that, nothing else I say is going to matter. Alright, Once you accept that, now we can move on to point number two. So the first thing is wrapping yourself in the emotions. The second thing is understanding they can be beat. And the third thing is you got to identify how they can be beat. One, two, three. Stop feeling like a pussy. Stop basically punking yourself, making yourself more scared. That's number one. Number two, accepting that this person can be beat the same way that you can be beat. And number three, let's figure out how to beat them. We don't get to the strategy part till part three, step three. Everybody follow that? Be, do, have. Okay. And the strategy is just part two. Have is the outcome. All right. So the first two parts are all part of the being. That's part of the mindset, getting out of your emotions and accepting a reality. That's all part of the being. The doing is let's figure out a strategy and then you got to actually execute on it. And the having is the outcome. So with Mike Tyson, for example, the reason he intimidated and defeated most of his opponents is because most of them again, Mike Tyson was the type of fighter who would come forward. You watch some Mike Tyson videos of him boxing in his day, even to this day, even now, well, not now, he don't fight anymore, but even in his later years as a fighter, Mike Tyson's style was always the same. He would come forward. He would come at you and force the action upon you. And anytime he did that to other fighters, well, guess what the other fighters would do? They would play into his hands. They would back away. He would come at them and they would back away from him. They would back away. And they would get on their heels. And once Mike Tyson got you on your heels, it was over. He would just destroy you, just devour you and take you apart. And there were some fighters who tried over the years to kind of not let him do that. And they had some success, but all of them ended up losing anyway. And so eventually he went up against two fighters, specifically who I'm remembering. He lost to more than two fighters. But these are two that I'm thinking of was they were the first two to kind of do it in a textbook way that everybody else was able to learn from. One of them was named Evander Holyfield. The other one was named Lennox Lewis. Both of those fighters did the same thing to Mike Tyson. What they do is that instead of letting Mike bring the fight to them and attack them, they went on the offensive and they attacked Mike. They didn't let Mike attack them. They went at him. So specifically, you think about when Mike Tyson fought Evander Holyfield, Evander Holyfield came. He was a come forward fighter as well. So it was just a, it was forward versus forward. And Evander Holyfield did a better job of coming at Mike. And basically put Mike on his heels that Mike was able to do to put Evander on his heels. And Evander just picked Mike Tyson apart and basically beat him up. And Lennox Lewis did the exact same thing. So all of a sudden, Mike Tyson looked very beatable when people stopped playing into his hands. It's the same thing when you deal with aggressive people in life. When you stop playing into their hands and giving them what they want, they are not as tough or unstoppable as they once appeared to be. You know those days in your life when you don't really feel like being at work you don't really feel like doing the job that you're required to do but you have to do it anyway yeah those days we call those days the third day everyone has them no matter what it is that you do and you need to if you're going to be a professional have a system for getting through those days because they're going to happen i wrote a book called the third day the decision that separates the pros from the amateurs that systematically and strategically coaches you on how to get through those days so you can give your best effort when you least feel like it. I will give you a free copy of the book. Again, it's called The Third Day. All you have to do is cover the shipping and go to thirddaybook.com. Again, that's thirddaybook.com. Get a free copy of that book, How to Separate Yourself, the Pro, from the Amateurs by showing up and giving your best effort when you least feel like it. Just go to thirddaybook.com. Moving on to point number three. Today's topic, once again, is how to never get punked in life. Number three, prepare and equip yourself to handle them. In other words, you got to be able to beat them at their own game if you must. So the examples I just gave you at the end of point number two is those work, but only if you're prepared to actually do anything. So Evander Holyfield and Lennox Lewis, it's one thing to say, hey, don't let Mike Tyson walk you down and just stalk you and intimidate you, but you actually have to have the ability to actually execute on that plan. It's one thing to have a plan, another thing to do it. And Mike Tyson is often credited with being the one to say this. I don't think he's the first one that said it, but he's credited with it. Everybody has a plan to get punched in the face, right? So do you have the ability to actually execute on this plan that I'm giving you here? And again, you can apply this to anything. Just because you identify a weakness in an opponent, again, does not mean you can exploit that weakness. You must have the resources to actually do it. Speaking of boxing, again, think of a fighter like Floyd Mayweather. Floyd famously didn't ever watch film of the opponent that he was about to face. So he was going to fight somebody. They would do these TV shows that would show you both fighters getting ready for the fight. It was actually a pretty entertaining series. And anytime Floyd was fighting, probably the last like maybe 10 years of his career, they would do this. And the other fighter, whoever Floyd was about to fight, you would always see them. There'd always be a scene of that fighter and their trainers and all that stuff sitting around watching video of Floyd's previous matches of which he had won all of them but they would find little pieces where the opponents had had some success They say, all right, we're going to learn how to do that. Oh, see, see how that hurt them. See that, how that made them uncomfortable? We're going to do that. And you would see the other fighters game planning for how to beat Floyd, but Floyd would never watch film of the guy he was about to fight. He would just not watch it. And Floyd would say, I don't need to watch film. I'll just wait till we get in the ring. I'm going to see what you're trying to do. Then I'm going to just take it away from you. I'm going to pick you apart and I'm going to beat you. And it was a famous boast that Floyd would always do that. He would say every opponent that I fought, And somebody would say to him, well, this opponent you're about to fight, well, he has a game plan. He had a plan. He's going to do this and that and that. And Floyd would always respond the same way. He would say, well, I fought X number of people, whatever his record was at the time. I fought 40 people and 40 people had a plan and 40 people lost. So this guy, I'm about to fight. He's going to be number 41 on the list. He had a plan too, and he's going to lose just like everybody else who had a plan. And we can't challenge Floyd on that because he ended up beating everybody. So just because you can point out or identify an opponent's weakness does not mean you can do anything about it your opponent's weakness. That's a whole different thing. You must identify and develop the ability to exploit a weakness that you notice, not simply be able to talk about it. It's just talking about it doesn't get the job done. I remember when I was playing basketball in college, we play pickup basketball every day and it'd be a lot of the same guys playing pickup every day. There was a time where I favored doing this reverse layup. So I would drive the baseline and when someone would challenge me on one side of the rim, I would just reverse it and make the layup on the other side of the rim. So I would just do this reverse layup move often, and it was often successful in our on-campus pickup games. I remember one of my teammates, or at least he was a former teammate at that time, so unathletic white guy. He couldn't really jump, so he couldn't really challenge me at the rim, but he would be in the right position, but he couldn't do anything. And I would do the reverse and score on him all the time. So I remember one time I was driving to the hole, and before I even jumped, he yelled out, he's going to do a reverse. He yelled it out, and then I just did it anyway, and I made it. (laughs) And I remember saying to him, well, hey, pointing it out is one thing, but doing something about it is another thing. It's the same thing for you. So again, I told you what Evander Holyfield did to Mike Tyson, but only Evander Holyfield was able to pull it off, right? So putting Mike on the defensive can defeat him, but you got to have the ability to actually do it. Again, those are two different things. The knowledge that you can do it and then the skill to actually do it. So make sure you don't miss out on that part here. With that said, let's recap today's class, which is how to never get punked or bullied in life. And again, I thought of this just thinking of my experience as a basketball player, how when you are a skilled person in anything you do, you're going to stir up envy and resentment in people who are not as skilled as you, and they're going to find ways to muck up the game, so to speak, to move to shift the terrain more to an area that is better suited for them. And you better be ready to deal with these people because they will come at you. Point number one, accept that football players exist in life. And again, a football player is a person who will turn a situation nasty and physical and rough because that gives them a better chance to beat you than if they just play with you off of normal skill because they can't beat you off skill. And they know that and out of respect for you, I respect for the fact they can't beat you on skill. They're gonna try to beat you in another way. You need to accept that these people exist, and there are lots of them. And the more skilled you are, the more of them you will meet. Number two, understand their strengths and weaknesses. All right, anything that breathes or bleeds has weaknesses as well as it has strengths. You just have to, first of all, get yourself out of your emotions about what this person is doing or can do. Secondly, understand that anyone can be beat, which I just told you. And third, start probing for the weaknesses so you can figure out what to actually. do about this person rather than just shying away from them. And point number three, now you got to prepare and your, equip yourself to handle these people. So now you know that they can be beat. You've accepted that they can be beat. Now you got to develop tools to actually do the beating. All right, you're going to actually beat them. You got to develop the ability to do it. So beating them at their own game, if you must, again, think of Evander Holyfield versus Mike Tyson. Nobody thought anybody could beat Mike Tyson and Holyfield realized and proved that there is a way to beat him. You just can't do what every other fighter had tried to do was try to run away from him. No, you got to go at him and make him run away. And when Holyfield did that to Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson had no recourse. But again, you got to have the skills of Holyfield to actually execute. There's one thing to know it is another thing to do it. As Floyd Mayweather said. 40 people had a plan, 40 people lost. So just because you have a plan doesn't mean you can execute on it. You got to work on your game and develop the skill to actually do this stuff. So that out the way, make sure you text me. So you're in my community. My number is 305-384-6894 and work on your game university.com. You want to develop the mindset, first of all to do this stuff, the skill, the game plan to actually do it, then get the skill to actually put this stuff into motion, then put it into motion and do it consistently so you can win consistently. Go to WorkOnYourGameUniversity.com. We got a four-part framework based around mindset, strategy systems, and accountability. You can have me as your direct coach. It's the only way that that happens is at WorkOnYourGameUniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre All make sure you message me 305-384-6894. People often ask me, Dre, is there any way that I could work with you directly? Is there any way that I could talk to you on a regular basis? Just ask you questions, share with you what I'm doing and just Get your feedback and your insight on where I'm going personally and professionally. The answer is yes. And the further answer is there's only one place to do that. That is work on your game university. That's the only place I do any coaching. It's the only place I work with anyone directly. All you have to do to get involved in the university is go to work on your game There you'll see all your options, whether you want to schedule a call with us, join one of our group programs and we go from there. I'll see you inside again. That's work on your game if you're a long-time listener, you might know that I've been drinking AG1 since early 2023. Best thing about my introduction to AG1 was that I was able to eliminate all these extra supplements and pills that I was taking every single day because AG1 is a foundational nutritional supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, and immune support. AG1 since 2010 has led the future of foundational nutrition continuously refining their formula to create a smarter better way to elevate your baseline health not only did i replace all those extra multivitamins and pills with ag1 but i love that every scoop also includes a bunch of other good things that you need all you have to do is read the label it's right there on their website which i'll give you in a second that includes everything you need and more every single day and since ag1 is a supplement that i trust to provide the support that my body needs daily and that's why I've been a partner for so long. If you want to take ownership of your health, understand it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash work on your game. That's drinkag1.com slash work on your game. Check it out and thank yourself later.